Welcome back to Mystery Kink. My name is Chris. And I'm Leonard. Hey, Leonard, what's happening, brother? How's it been? It's been a week because we had Easter off. You know, got to take the family holiday off. You had to work it. I did not. I uh, yeah. No, well, I did not have to work, work it. You worked because, the morning. Well, yeah, I worked the morning, but I, I worked Sunday nights. I mean, I don't work Sunday nights because yeah. I'm, I'm a night shift. Yeah. Uh, how do you have a good Easter? You have fun? Kids do anything? Um, uh, I think... My nephew went with my father, and they went up to Big Bear to go fishing, I believe. Um, I kicked it with my homie Daniel. Um, we went like for some coffee and shit, like uh, af- after work, actually. Um, hey, you ran into my brother getting coffee. Yeah, I, yeah, I ran into, yeah, I ran into Kyle. Um, well, <laughs> nah, um, besides working, um, I've just been doing like some of my nerd stuff. Besides doing the podcast, uh I thought I fixed my mining rig, but apparently I forgot to add a file, even though I'm pretty sure I did that file, but I had to redo that file because apparently I messed up. So my rig is still off. It's been off for like almost like two months now, so I'm not getting money, but uh, still doing that. And besides doing that, I am playing a few games. Uh, I finally got Lost Ark to download, so I've been playing Lost Ark. Pretty cool. It's kind of like a Dia- uh, Diablo type game. Even though Chris, you don't like it, apparently. I it's it's all right. I don't hate. I'm not an anime fan. It's too anime y, but it's also like. I mean, I play Warcraft for since, like, it almost came out, and I I just I can't go back to another MMO like because I love Star Wars, uh, the night the Old Republic, but yeah. it's just like I'm playing an MMO again, and I'm not. <clears throat> I just can't. I don't want to do another MMO. I did too much MMO with Warcraft. I'm just burned out. No, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And also, there's just something about Lost Ark that makes it feel like a mobile game. Like, and there's nothing wrong with mobile gaming. It just it looks like it looks like an auto battler almost. Like you don't. There's no rotation. You just kind of like slap whatever button. You, like you can combo everything. But I guess like I like the more simplistic rotation where it's like. You do one, two, and then you do four, and then you do three to charge up one, two again. And it's like, there's none yeah. of that for Lost Ark. You can, but also you can create cool combos with it, which is cool. But I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I just, I, I kind of like rustic. I'm an old man in my thinking of game, and I'm like, MMOs are World of Warcraft and nothing else, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I see, I know what you mean, but. I- me, I don't know. I like it. It's it's pretty fun so far. Um, apparently, I don't really get into the game until end game. So level fifty, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm only like level like twenty seven right now. So it's like I'm, it's taking me a while. <clears throat> and I'm also playing Monster Hunter Rise, which I got for the PC, which you're I know you're still mad about. I've been loving. I'm not the mad. Hell out it was that. just no. It wasn't. It was. Not, I'm not mad. It was just you made a mistake. I did not make a mistake because Monster Hunter well, belongs on the PC. Well, technically it belongs on the PlayStation, but... <laughs> no, it's a PC-type game. We know the this. Switch, 
the Switch version is so good. There's no issues. There's no lag. There's no just like there's no delay. There's no uh bug uh a bug cord thing glitch okay just because i'm having just random bugs it could just be me i have just really bad luck you know this yeah but i also haven't played it on the pc so i don't know but i just i've put so many hours into the switch version i'm like i won't go to another version i mean i do love the like, switch version i'm already, too, I'm already yeah i mean you tried it on my switch and now that i have the oled like it it's awesome i love it see i played mine on the oled like the, the demo and like, I, yeah. I still am gonna pick it up when it's on sale. Uh, but yeah, you shouldn't have told me the PC version was on sale. I went home and bought that, like right when I got home. Yeah, no, I know, but you would have seen <laughs> it anyways because your, you know, your computer would have sent you an update and would have been like, "Hey, you know, the game you like is." Oh, uh, pr- probably. Yeah, pr- pretty sure. What's up with you, man? Like, yeah, uh, I really haven't been up to much. Um, I haven't really been up to much. I just uh, watching Moon Knight is really good. Um, I'm digging it on Disney Plus. Like it's it's fucking good. Uh, I don't know what Moonlight I've is. Been playing a uh, Moon Knight is a superhero on Disney Plus. I mean, he's a comic book superhero with uh, it. Just there's a lot, and they like to talk about it. Like we'll like spoil it. You know what I mean? Like it's like every oh, episode. Okay. It's only the fourth episode in, and every episode's like super important. Oh, all right, all right. Um. Yeah, if you want to hear more nerdy stuff, go to Nerds with Asthma. Shout out, wink, wink. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to uh, Chris's and my, uh, oh, actually our friend, Homie Adams Podcast, Chris and Adams Podcast. Yeah, go check it out. We got some good stuff there. Uh, other than that, though, I've been playing Doom Eternal on my Switch. Like, I have it on my PC, but the Switch version had the um, the DLC for cheaper to buy the base game and the DLC than the actual buy the DLC. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right, bucket. Like, let's find out what <laughs> it runs on the Switch. And it runs amazing on the Switch. I prefer it on the Switch. Yeah? Really? Yeah. It's it's It doesn't look as good. I'll, I'll throw that out right now. It does not look anywhere as good. It looks like Doom 3 on the Xbox 360. Like, it's <laughs> not pretty looking. All right. But the controls just feel so, like, spot on. Like, when you do something, you feel it in the switch it's nice yeah so i've been up to doom eternal a lot and i love it uh of course i'm playing monster hunter getting ready for some break in june other than that, oh though, yeah i've been talking about yeah i've been hearing about that i'm gonna buy it for pc <clears throat> oh hell of course you are i mean why would you <laughs> like it's it's a good i think it's the best monster hunter yet honestly like it might it feels be. like it just the way it feels like i know this isn't a nerd podcast and i have a nerd podcast <laughs> but it's just the way it the way it feels when you're playing the game, like they've given you so much mobility with the, pa- with the Palico and the monster riding. Oh yeah. And there's no, like in other games, like certain weapons were the weapons to pick in this game. It feels like you can hunt with any weapon and that's nice. Like the balance is really done well in this game. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm sorry about, I don't know any much about that because I only play one class and that's Lance. Oh, uh, the wrong class. And <laughs> Hey, don't be dissing the Lance. We're, oh, I didn't know we were doing easy mode. Hey, we're talking easy mode. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Anyway, oh but my. besides Go, all the yeah. nerd stuff, what are we talking about today, Chris? The legend of La Llorona. So I have a question because Leo even asked us this. Yeah. Well, he actually asked me. I told him I actually texted him before we started this podcast, and he was just like, "You guys haven't done La Llorona yet," and I'm like, "I'm like, no, I think we held off for it for a while. Did we? We were." 
we we were holding off for a reason because I want we wanted to get better at the pod. And Latin culture with their myths and their legends is super like they're super respectful of it, and we wanted to be super respectful of it. We didn't want to be just two white dudes doing La Llorona, you know, like <laughs> you know what I mean. No, no, like no, I no, wanted I to like yeah. make sure we do it right because like my wife's Hispanic, our our closest friends are Hispanic, and this isn't a myth to them. This is facts. There's no yeah. if it exists. This is it exists, and it will fuck you up if you hear it. You better. And, um, I really like the. Oh yeah. I uh I was talking to my wife about it and she was like she was like, you know, like it's real, like it's real to us. And that's you know and I was like, it sounds like it sounds like a myth to keep you away from water, but she's like, No, like the water's not the important part. The water's just where she kicks it. And I'm like, Okay, well <laughs> where she kicks it. See, I remember uh when I got like I think I got pretty uh buzzed at We your watched house, the curse of La Llorona. Uh, at your apartment and like yeah, and then like but I think even before that though, like like your like your wife was just like super serious about it, like she was oh, yeah. like I could even tell her like tell when she was telling me about it like she was like super into it like she knew like everything about it like I'm just like oh, yeah, all Hispanics so most Hispanics do uh actually La Llorona kicks off our Latin American um not season but our Latin American kick we're going on where we're gonna be doing a lot of Latin American monsters like El Cucuy. The Anasazi Goat Man, which isn't Ooh. really. There's a Donkey Woman too. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But um, <laughs> that sounds. Uh, funny. They're actually really messed up and scary. Uh, like all Latin folklore, they have all kinds of like crazy, scary things that are really interesting and almost believed as fact. Not even like a belief. Well, I mean, I'm psyched for it, man, dude. I can't wait. So it's like almost like a new series that we're doing. A Latin. Yeah, because we were doing a different series but that series is going to be so long and involved i want to get some easier content back out because we're still kind of getting into the role of recording and we're still kind of getting back at it and i want to make sure we're 100 percent for the like really good series i've been working on because this one you haven't seen anything from because i'm doing it on my computer only oh okay so you have some things hidden that yeah and I, i'll send them to you when, when i'm ready but i'm i'm writing the scripts and making everything like no, I got you. It's gonna be all. It's probably gonna be like a twenty episode series. We're gonna get tired of it and we're gonna hate Jeez. it when we're done with it. But <laughs> moving on. Well, that sounds like we have yeah, a lot of work to do. Moving on to the legend of La Llorona. Let's set up a little ambiance. Oh, baby! It's Friday night. There's no school tomorrow. Your mom told you to be home before the streetlights came on. You and your friends are having too much fun playing by the water of your local creek and not paying attention to the time. And enjoying your fun. When you hear a woman begin to start crying, I'm heels. You and your friend, being the good natured kids you are, follow the sound and see the woman in white, the Hispanic lady of legend, the La Llorona. Yeah. So don't go to La Llorona if you hear her crying. So if you hear anybody crying in the woods, go the opposite way. Don't be a good Samaritan. I mean, that was actually a pretty good intro there. I kind of like it. All right. If you hear La Llorona scream, you are marked for death unless you can get away. So if she's screaming, you go the opposite way. Do not go near her. Uh, some say act like you didn't hear it and head straight home. Others claim mm. she'll be with you until right. the end. La Llorona shares similar... What? So, like, if you like, if you don't, like, move, like, like leave, like... She's like there with you, like forever. So some say you can get away, you can run away, you can go home and act like you didn't hear it. 
And others say you're you're bucked. It's just with you until you until you, either she gets you or you die. Uh okay, okay. Yeah. Uh La Yorona shares similar situation to the Irish Banshee, which I don't know if you know about the Irish Banshee. I do not. Okay, so the Banshee is a, a specter, a wraith of untimely death, right? So Well, I know I know a banshee, but what's what's the difference between the Irish Banshee and a Banshee? Or is that actually the same thing? Well, the Banshees are the same thing, but the Banshee comes from the Irish folk. Well, some oh, it, some of them come from Irish folktale. Oh, I didn't even know that. Whereas actually. in um, yeah. So whereas in um, the Irish Banshee, if you hear her scream, someone close to you is gonna die. Oh, but if okay. you see her, you're gonna die. Oh, okay. So it's really cool how, and there's more than just the Scots have a similar ghost. Or demon, uh, Europeans do, Russians do. There's a lot of similar. You hear this ghost or see this ghost, it means you're next. Okay. Type stories. Yeah. So it's really cool to see how how similar thinking kind of exists throughout every culture. Like we've talked about it before, where I believe like there's like a a psychic connection between all people, kind yeah. of not necessarily psychic, but just like how energy can't be destroyed or changed. Yeah. Or matter. Yeah. How there's a psychic connection between everyone. That's why there's always a similar story in some obscure culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So La Llorona, originally named Maria, was born to a peasant family in her humble village. Her startling beauty captured the attention of the, both the rich and the poor men of the area. She was said to have spent her days in the humble peasant surroundings, but she would don her best white gown in the evenings and thrill the men who admired her in the local fandangos. So basically, every night while she was alive and kicking before she had kids, she was just a flirtatious girl. She'd go out in the town, have a good night, dance with random dudes, and oh, okay, just kind of get them excited to see her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just living her best life. The young men anxiously waited for her arrival. Uh, she reveled in the attention that she received. However, La Llorona had two small sons who made it difficult for her to spend the evening out and often left them alone while she cavorted with the gentlemen during the evenings. One day, the two small boys were found drowned in the river. Some say they drowned through her neglect, but others say that but others say that they may have died by her own hand. That's one story of the legend. All right. So this the one story is that she was kind of like a loose, fast-living girl who had two kids out of wedlock, and uh, either they died because of neglect or she killed them herself so she could have fun. Okay, okay. Another Other legends say that La Llorona was a caring woman full of life and love who married a wealthy man who lavished her with gifts and attention. However, after she bore him two sons, he began to change, returning to a life of womanizing and alcohol, often leaving her for months at a time. He seemingly no longer cared about the beautiful Maria, even talking about leaving her to marry a woman of his own wealthy cl- class. When he did return home, it was only to visit the children, and the devastated Maria began to feel resentment towards the boys. One evening, as Maria was strolling with her two children on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage with an elegant lady beside him. He stopped and spoke to his children but ignored Maria, and then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. So the dad went out for milk in this version of the story and came back with a new bride. Mm. After seeing this, Maria went into a terrible rage and turning against her children, she seized them and threw them into the river. As they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and ran to the bank to save them. 
but it was too late. Maria broke down into inconsolable grief, running down the street, screaming and wailing. Beautiful La Llorona mourned them day and night. During the time she walked, she would not eat. She walked along the rivers in her white gown in search of her boys, hoping they would come back to her. She cried endlessly as she roamed the riverbanks and groaned. Uh, she cried endlessly as she roamed the riverbanks, and her gown became soiled and torn. When she refused to eat, she appeared to grow taller and thinner until she looked like a walking skeleton. Still a young woman, she finally died on the banks of the river. It is said when she arrived to the gates of heaven, she was challenged about the whereabouts of her missing children. She was cursed to always look for them and return to earth. Shit. Not long after her death, her restless spirit began to appear walking the banks of the Santa Fe River when darkness fell. Her weeping and wailing became a curse of the night, and people began to be afraid to go out after dark. She was said to have been drifting between the trees along the shoreline or floating on the current with her long white gown spread out upon the water. On many a dark night, people would see her walking along the riverbank and crying for her children. And so they no longer spoke of her as Maria, but rather La Llorona, the weeping woman. Children are warned not to go out in the dark for La Llorona, might snatch them, throw them into the river, and drown them. So that's the story of La Llorona. There's a couple different versions. Um, I went with the two main ones. Um, I don't I don't really care for the one where she's like kind of fast and loose. Yeah, it just sounds like she's like a... And lets her children die. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know about that one. Sounds like a bad mom. But why would she come back looking for her children if she was a bad mom? That one doesn't really make too much sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Unless like you could say... And like, the version... Well, yeah. I mean, like, like unless you want to say like after the fact she realized what she did. And then maybe she wanted to, you know really like want to get really get forgiveness so that's what she does now like she's cursed to be on this land and keep grabbing any kid and drown him in the river because it would replace like her boy souls or something or something like that some shit like that. yeah it's i like the second version better that's the one my wife knows and talked to me about was um you know her husband did her dirty and she in a fit of rage did something really bad and didn't realize it until afterwards yeah, because I mean, we've all been that mad, you know, not mad. I've never been mad enough to kill my kids, but, but you know, <laughs> I've been pretty mad where I've done some dumb shit because I was mad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's relatable. So, it's more relatable than the other one. Yeah. I know. I would say if, if anything was true about La La Runa, it would, it would be the second. It would be the second, uh, the second story. So, but th- so, I mean, it is, uh, it is a sad story if it's true, but the, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of people believe this. And, you know, and I'll, I'll get it the benefit of the doubt because think about it this way. I'm not saying like every video or whatnot night you see on the Internet is real or not. But since we're talking about this, any of you mentioned the Banshee, for an example, earlier. And then, of course, we're talking about La Llorona. And, but, you know, a weeping woman. And you remember how like you hear like that scream and stuff like maybe that's La Llorona. You know, we don't see anything, but maybe it's her screaming. Maybe it's her crying, then screaming. You know, or something like that. But you don't really see like the videos, like the actual visual of like the of the entity, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. No, uh, if you YouTube um, La Llorona videos, there's millions. And there's some prank ones where um, Hispanic kids go down Hispanic neighborhoods with their uh, stereo blasting, uh, you know, a woman crying, screaming for her children. <laughs> Not a single person comes out of to look. Nobody looks out the windows. Nobody looks out the doors. Uh, no bums come out of the alleyways. Like 
it looks like a ghost town. Like it, they clear the f out. It is wild to see those videos. Jeez, dude. And even the videos where like you hear someone screaming and crying, it's just like it's unreal. It's like unearthly. Like you can feel the goosebumps come. And like I, whether I believe or not, doesn't mean that I'm right or wrong. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. I think I believe something's going on because they've it's been around for a long time, and that kind of energy you put into the belief like freddy krueger style why wouldn't it be real you know what i mean like yeah well i think we even talked about that type of energy on on a different episode uh i don't don't, know was it robert the doll i think it was the doll there's a couple episodes we've talked about it where like the energy you put into something has to go somewhere it just doesn't manifest what if no lie just saying what if humans have the power to actually manifest energy into an object? Well, it's it's been said that they do. You know what I mean? Like the power of positive thinking can say can change anything. That's you manifesting your energy into a positive thought, making it happen. Yeah, but it's just kind of wild to think that we actually have that. You know what I mean? Like it's like like pretty pretty wild. Like, okay, let's say. All right. Yeah, well, let's say you, you're a 650-pound man, right? Let's say you're 650, right? And you want to make the change to get skinny or to lose weight and get healthy so you're not going to die in the next five days. It doesn't start when you start exercising. It starts when you start manifesting manifesting your psychic energy into a thought. Oh, that's true because, like, I mean, think, think about this way. I was, like, 280 at one point, and now I'm showing at 158, by the way. Yeah, like when I before I started the post office, I was sitting around doing nothing. Being, I was I'm probably about two ninety. I was almost. I'm pretty sure I was in the three hundred range at one point, but I never checked. I'm pretty sure I was at two, but I never checked. The first time I checked, it was two eighty five. I'm just like, yeah, shit. Yeah, there's like, gonna be a change. <laughs> and when I started the post office, I started eating vegetables. But like, I didn't just start eating vegetables. Like, I didn't just go to the store one day and start eating. I started looking into it. I started thinking about it. I started like getting myself mentally ready, and I started the change by thinking about it by putting my thought energy in into it so i mean that's enough people doing that you know yeah sitting there oh don't go out because la Yorona will get you as a weeping woman and you start hearing the cries and you start hearing the me-he-holes. yeah <laughs> yeah you know what no, yeah it, i mean you that's know, all it, it takes honestly yeah you know it, it, it does like if you actually believe in that then yeah and i mean i mean it's not like i don't it's not like i don't believe in it but it's just like not La La Run or anything, but I mean, like, you know, the energy. It's just in reality, you know, because, like, in reality, it, it's, like, really hard to, yeah, it's really hard to be like, oh, hey, like, this this is might be true. Like, we could really do this. Yeah, and we didn't grow up with La Llorona. You know what I mean? Like, in reality. Yeah. It's like. It's like we have the boogeyman, but it's more of a joke, right? Like it's like, ah, you know, you're not listening. The boogeyman's gonna get you, haha. But like in Hispanic culture, El Cucuy will fucking get you. See, I never heard about El Cucuy, by the way. Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's a dog one too, where like these dogs with red eyes will get you if you go out after night, and not listen to your family. Like, are you sure it's not Dogman? No, no, it's not Dogman. They're like the actual dogs <laughs> that get you. But like, it's not a belief; it's a fact. You know what I mean? Like, and why is it a fact? Like, if you go um, to Netflix, there's a, um, it's called Haunted, right? 
It's only three seasons, and they have a spinoff show called Haunted Latin America. It's all in Spanish. Um, I watched it with my wife. Those ones are way scarier. Like they're like waste or like the orphanage is a, a Hispanic movie, right? Go check it out. It's worth to read the subs. I know. I think I've. Yeah, no, I think I've. Uh, did I, did I didn't watch, watch it with no. me. I watched it with my wife. I forgot what I watched. No, what do we watch it? No, what did I watch at your guys's uh, it was La Llorona. Was it La Llorona or was it the also something else? Yeah, but didn't we also watch another one? Oh, uh, we watched Exorcist. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but like Hispanic horror is scary because like it feels real. It's believable. Like I would like hands down like Japanese horror is my favorite. But like Hispanic horror. Hispanic horror just has Hispanic scary guys have like this air of reality to them. Like, <laughs> this like real feel like Kukui's and the La Bru- the Brujas. Which we're gonna be doing episodes on all of them. Well, we could probably cause. Well, probably because like how you were saying, like they really believe yeah, in it's this. A fact. So if it's fact to them, yes. Yeah, so if it's fact to them, I can see somebody embracing that fact and putting it into a role and like in a movie, and just acing the shit out of it, as is as if it, he's becoming, you know, La Llorona oh, yeah. or the El Cooley. You know what I mean? So I could see that, and like me, you kind of like, you kind of making me want to go back down to T-Mobile real quick and make sure to get my Netflix account up just so I could watch some Hispanic horror films here. Uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly though. So like, this is a really good story. I dig it. Like I like, and it's hard to say it's it's hard to say I don't believe in it because there's an entire nation, an entire like sect of people. Like, I would say more people believe in La Llorona than they do, you know, in Jesus. So True. Move on. Yeah. Oh, and and the thing is, when you make something, like we said earlier, when you make so much energy into one thing, like, who knows, man? Like, maybe this girl is fat. And who knows? Maybe I'm going to start hearing more things. I mean, you know me. I am in it to Hispanics. Have you been seeing or hearing any Hispanic ghosts or anything ever since? Uh the wife no but i would say the ghost the goat my ghost history before my wife was like the white ghost in the hallway and um the few ghost encounters you and i had there has been some like really weird like occurrences where like we seen something weird that was just like mm, like really hard to explain like that's why i always tagline allegedly Allegedly. Well, yeah. So we're going to get back to La Llorona. Though the legends vary, the apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy. The tales of her cruelty depends on the version of the legend you hear. Some say that she kills indiscriminately, taking men, women, and children, whoever is foolish enough to get close to her. Others say she is very barbaric and only kills children, dragging them screaming to a watery grave. The legends have a wide variety of details and versions. In typical versions, the woman is a beautiful woman named Maria who marries a rich ranchero slash conquistador to whom she bears two children. And basically she goes, you know, ape shit when he leaves her, does something disrespectful to her and to punish him, she kills the kids. And then when she realizes what she did, she dies and starves herself. Other stories have the children as illegitimate and because she cheated on her husband. Reoccurring themes and variations on the La Llorona myth include a white, wet dress, nocturnal wailing, and an association with water. 
The mother archetype of La Llorona has been tied to patriarchal expectations of women in Mexican culture by several authors, historians, and other critics. So basically, um, the head of the household in Spanish cultures is the man. Like, no ifs, and or doubts about it. Whether he's a good man or a bad man, he's the lead. Yeah. And La Llorona is kind of a punishment story for how patriarchal it is. Because a lot of a lot of dudes are not great dudes and they get away with it because they're the man of the family. Yeah. So that's kind of that's where some historians believe the La Llorona myth comes from. I could see that. Social critics often consider Mexican culture to force patriarchal standards on the women, such as being defined by their roles as mothers. La Llorona's falling into the trope of an evil or failed mother having either committed infanticide or having failed to save them from drowning can be considered a reflection of this type of lore evolution. Early colonial texts provide evidence that the lore is pre-Hispanic, originating to the central highlands. However, La Llorona is most commonly associated with the colonial era and the dynamic between Spanish conquistadors and indigenous women. The most common lore about La Llorona includes her initially being an indigenous woman who murdered her own children, which she bore to a wealthy Spaniard after he abandoned her. The villainous qualities of La Llorona include infanticide. Infanticide. I don't know how to say that word. It's, it's, it's either infanticide or infanticide, which is murdering your own children. And oh, murdering okay. of one, uh, the murdering of one's own blood is assumed to be connected to the narrative surrounding Dania Marina, also known as La Malinche, Malinche or Matizin, Martin, Martinzin, in her original nomenclature. Today, the lore of La Llorona is well known in Mexico and the southern western United States. So that lore has transcended culture and moved into you know the neighboring countries. So not only do you know Mexico, South America, and other Spanish speaking cultures believe in it. But it's actually a really big thing in Texas. Texas has a La Llorona festival where they like basically party, you know, recognizing what happened and who she is. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's really cool to have that kind. Of, I mean, and that just adds to the energy of La Llorona, making it more. Well, real. yeah. So maybe, look, you know, who knows, man? Maybe we, maybe we're giving it energy. Oh, yeah. And there's there's lots of songs about La Llorona as well as movies. Um. A lot of songs. Uh, uh, in the movie Coco, there's a song about La Llorona, but it's not the La Llorona. La Llorona just really means a weeping yeah. woman. So ne- not necessarily saying La Llorona refers to La Llorona, but most of the time it does, which is a weird, oh, weird, like, inception. It's like, it's not La Llorona, but it yeah, is. Yeah, it makes you think, like, well, maybe that movie was trying to summon something. You never know. It might. I mean, you never know. Like, we we seen the curse of La Llorona. I dug it. I liked it. My wife liked bad. it. It's a good. It's a part of the Conjuring universe. Yeah. Uh, the priest in the La Llorona who sends um Linda Cardelli character, the girl who played um Velma in the Scooby Doo live action I movies, and she's also in Freaks and Geeks with a young Seth Rogen and James Franco. I don't think I've seen that. It's a, it's a, it's it's pretty good. It's worth checking out. Um. Basically, she goes to the priest who was the priest in Annabelle, who takes Annabelle and gets bucked up by Annabelle. 
Oh, okay. So that's the same priest. This actor who played that guy played him. And it's not the con the La Llorona is story is um the fake version of the conjuring, quote unquote, and that the conjuring one, two, and three are the real versions, quote unquote. I don't know about that. <laughs> but like a lot of Hispanic folks hated that movie and hated uh Linda Cardellini for it. Because Linda Cardellini's not a Hispanic person, she's um Italian American. Mm. So they were they were upset that they did not they put Hispanic kids in it, but they didn't put in a Hispanic mom, which I I think they kind of missed a point. I don't because she didn't know about La Llorona, so I think she's a third party outsider learning about it. Like her her plot in the movie was supposed to be our plot learning about La Llorona and what she does. Oh yeah, and then um you know the movie was like it was it did really well in box office, but the Hispanic community really hated the movie. Oh shit. They thought it was a, a degradation, like a disrespect to the La Llorona story. They said it was whitewashed largely. It pretty pretty much they thought it was like like a money grab. Oh uh, no, they called it whitewash. They said they took their story and made it like <laughs> just not theirs, which wasn't fair to them. But then yeah. there's a uh, Yeah, so they probably they, yeah, well they probably felt disrespected. Yeah, and I mean there's there's other La Llorona movies. There's one with uh Danny Trujillo who famously plays Machete. He's in it called um, The Cry of La Drona or something like that. That one's not bad. I just watched it on Shudder. It's worth checking out. Hey, so how is Shudder, by the I way? I love Shudder. Um, I don't pay for it. I just have access to it. Um, but the person who owns it doesn't watch it either, so they're basically paying it for me, I guess. But uh, Well, how are you doing? Yeah, and I like it. I, I would pay for it if um if they had a little bit more content. There's a lot of like Shudder-made content, which is good stuff, but eh, it's, not, it's not anything to like do front flips or back flips over. Oh, I feel you. But yeah, so that was the story of La Llorona. It's not bad. No, it's I actually I like the story. Yeah, I love it. Makes the you want to see more uh yeah, makes you want to see stuff. more of uh like uh, yeah. Well, I mean the first episode of Supernatural like, the TV series it has to do with La Llorona. Um, I never really seen Supernatural, it's, but it's I, good. Everybody was on uh, that Supernatural back in the day and you know, I never really got to see it. I, I never really uh you know, took my time out to see it, even though I ran for a couple of seasons, but everybody was on that. Like, would you recommend it actually? Yeah, I would recommend it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't watch it when it came out though. I watched it on Netflix like two or three years ago and got caught up. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in it. That's not very good, but there, the stuff that's in it, that's good is really good. And fun. All right, Cause yeah, people, a lot of people were telling me about it, but I, just, I never really took the chance. I'm just like, and like, Oh, you like ghost stuff and like paranormal stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, it's a TV show. Like I like, seeing real things or you know stuff like that you know yeah you like that paranormal caught on camera not that paranormal made up yeah 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 i'm about i'm about that about the real stuff i like to get scared so, yeah you're on the story it's really cool hispanic folks don't believe in it they know it you know what i mean like there's no belief that la your exists it exists no questions if and or buts i you know what like we asked our friend we asked our friend daniel last night and he was just like i don't he's like he was at a bar with a, with some friends and he was like I'm sober now because of you guys asking like <laughs> like my wife she was like my wife was like it's real like there's no question about it like you hear a woman crying you do not go near it you see it kind of makes me and you know how like us us folks yeah are. us folks are like oh there's a woman crying Let's oh go. yeah we're just like oh man you guys hear that cry like you know being a Glenn Thomas we better go in hell oh that door closed with nobody behind you let's yeah let's let's go let's go open up that door let's go find out who's doing what <laughs> but yeah like hispanic people believe in it 
like and know it's real and it's it's crazy that's why like i really like the story and i honestly this is one of the few where i'm like this is definitely possible oh really so the one that's been skeptical yeah, with a, possible of changing everything because i didn't think you believe that the la la runner was even real when we first got into this i think you were actually making fun of your wife i i was a little bit making fun of her and i was like really like kind of plaze and kind of like dismissive of it but like all the reading i did all the video like i like i listened to like three or four different documentaries i watched probably about three or four hours worth of like la llorona videos and i was just like whether she actually existed as she did drowning her children i don't know but that she exists now through like a psychic construct of all the people putting all the energy and belief into her i believe that Ooh, that's a nice i like how you put it i like how you did that you know what? Yeah, shit. I can see it, dude, just because it's say say if it wasn't real. But everybody, mm. everybody, of course, we all hear ghost stories, even as kids. It doesn't matter if you're Hispanic or whatnot. We all have our own little ghost stories, right? Every culture has their little ghost stories. And but I just imagine if that go one ghost story just keeps going on for generation, 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 all that energy, as we always spoke about it, even when we're talking about Robert the Doll maybe it is it is real and now now it makes me not kind of want to hear a cry like if i'm hearing like something weeping now i'm probably just gonna get the hell out of there oh yeah i mean we learned that from left for dead if you hear something crying you don't go near it because it's the witch oh yeah see you know what i was kind of i was a dude i was thinking about before we did this because you know i know you told me we're gonna do la la rona i was just like the only the weeping I was thinking about, you said it was, yeah, I was thinking about the only, yeah, the only weeping I know is Left for Dead 1, the weeping witch, you know? And we didn't want to hear that. We didn't want to hear that. Oh, yeah. I remember playing with you recently, yeah. Left for Dead 2, and we were like, we were like walking and talking and being full of shit. And you're like, did you hear that? I'm like, what? And you hear that? <laughs> I was like, oh, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we just woke up. I mean, well, I caught good old Left for Dead. You just shotgun her in the back. And you're good to go, but yeah, yeah. she's always a uh, pain in the ass. Yeah, so imagine that. What if in the you know, Curse of La Llorona, they stab her with a cross? So, I mean, that's one way to handle it. Ooh, <laughs> like I've never seen a ghost get stabbed, so that was cool to see the ending, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> and that's been La Llorona. I liked it, it was a good episode. I had to say, I enjoy yeah. it, enjoy it. It is, I, I like to enjoy it, and I like the, I like our little. Cause we haven't talked, we haven't talked or anything for like yeah, like in two weeks, man. Actually, it feels longer than it's two weeks. It's been dude. two weeks, but it feels uh, longer. It's been two weeks. You know, you work nights, I work days. You're awake, I'm asleep. Like we're not as involved as we used to be. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, but I mean, that's that was a that was yeah, it, uh, that was a good episode. Like we we sat down, we talked about it, we had fun with it, we were respectful, I believe, and that was my main concern with this episode. I think we're respectful from it. I think we were very respectful. I, think we are. I mean, if we did anything wrong, you know, it actually makes me, it actually makes me want to like know more about it, like even more. Like you know, I want to hear other people's interpretations and what their opinion is on it. Is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh yeah. And um, if we did anything makes wrong, me, yeah. or you got any suggestions, or you got any corrections, or you just want to tell us we did good or bad, email us at mrkink2021 at gmail Follow us on Telegram at mrkink. You can follow us on Twitter at Kink Mystery. And you can also uh, hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash mystery kink. You can find us on TikTok at mystery kink, where I share a bunch of scary videos I come across. We've made two or three of our own videos, but we're not really great at video content creation. We got faces for radio, so we're going to stick to the podcast. But I share a bunch <laughs> of scary videos there. 
Hey, and you do share some pretty scary videos on the online. Yeah, there's some good ones on there. But your mystery is our 